Welcome to Black History 365, The Throwdown, a series where I explain, educate, and explore historical events on some black figures in world history, and recount the struggles and triumphs of black people worldwide. I'm your host, Yusuf Ersi, and this episode will present the story behind the black cowboys in the Wild West, the three prominent ones in particular. The three men I will discuss in this episode are three of the many black cowboys who left their legacy and contributions to the Wild West and the American frontier. American media seems to always gloss over their existence. Many of the depictions of cowboys we've seen have been of white men, and that's due to Hollywood's whitewashing of the Wild West. But some of the first settlers were freed slaves who traveled west and became cowboys and legends of the American frontier. After the Civil War and Reconstruction, America turned its attention to the newly settled lands in the Great Plains and the West. Despite traditional depictions of cowboys in Hollywood, such as John Wayne, for example, the American West was settled by a large portion of freed slaves who made the territory their home, and they made the most of it with the contributions that they brought. In the 1870s and 1880s, as many as 25% of the 35,000 cowboys in the Old West were black men. Freed slaves journeyed west to find their fortunes that were among cattle ranches and rows of crops. Before being freed, Slaves were in charge of crops and took care of cows for their white owners, and the vast availability the land had to offer gave them a new opportunity for many to escape the South. So now we'll be presenting three prominent cowboys who are famous for their skills in riding horses, managing herds, and enforcing the laws. And the first one I'll be discussing is Bates Reeves, who would go on to enforce the laws in the, in the Wild West. In 1875, Bass Reeves became a U.S. Marshal who oversaw Oklahoma Territory before it was enacted as a state. Being a black man after Reconstruction was adverse in the daily, and to make things even more of a challenge, Reeves' job as a U.S. Marshal came with constant conflicts. For instance, of the 200 marshals killed in the line of duty, 130 met their demise in Oklahoma. However, that didn't deter the former slave from Arkansas. He was prepared to deal with these type of conflicts, if need be, due to being an expert marksman with a rifle and pistol. That kind of weaponry training can be attributed to his time in Oklahoma Territory during the Civil War. Reeves served as a U.S. Marshal for 27 years and is widely regarded as the first true lawman of the Wild West. With the help of his Native American assistant, he tracked down as many as 30,000 criminals during his career. He achieved this through skill, but also with his unwavering persistence. Reeves used disguises when undercover to get close to criminals before capturing them. And Reeves is said to be believed to be the inspiration for the leading character in the Lone Ranger films. The second man I'll be discussing is Bill Pickett, who was born in Texas in 1870 and was a master ranch hand who invented the art of bulldogging, a method that subdued cattle by biting their lip. Pickett would observe bulldogs wrangle the cattle to the ground by biting their lip until the cow sat still. He would turn that bulldogging method into a way of wrestling cattle that humans could utilize. For example, would ride up next to a cow or bull and then lasso the animal and pull it to the ground. Pickett would then jump off his horse 
and next to the cow before biting the lip and tying the cow's legs. Bulldogging became a very popular and consistent main attraction for rodeos in the 1880s and early 1900s. However, the technique eventually became outlawed due to animal cruelty concerns. In 1972, 40 years after his death, Pickett became the first inductee into the National Rodeo Hall of Fame. Last but not least, Bob Lemons, who, was a, who grew up a slave before moving to West Texas. West Texas territory contained the herds of wild mustangs, which were valuable commodities to ranchers settling in the Wild West. Lemons had a unique approach that started with the trust of the herd. He would do this by working alone rather than in a group, because having a large group of men would spook the herd. Lemons infiltrated the herd of wild mustangs and then broke the lead of the lead horse, or in other words, he would capture and use it not only as his ride, but as leader of command. For the rest of the horses who would follow that lead horse, he first captured back to his ranch. Furthermore, his lucrative work allowed him to earn enough money to buy a ranch and build up the large herd, the large herds of horses and cattle. He died in 1947 at the age of 99. And that ends today's lesson of the story behind the American frontier in terms of the black black cowboys experience. If you want to, for, for more information, you can check out my blog site at Real Free Flowing Words. So you can go on, um, you can click on my Black History 365 tab and you can find the written blog posts on all the things I've written about in terms of black history. The show is made possible by Anchor, which is providing a great and easy to use service for new and seasoned podcasters. If you enjoy listening and learning to learning something made poss- possibly something new today, then definitely subscribe on Spotify so you can stay up to date with my future episodes. On episode five, I will be presenting the story behind the Tuskegee Airmen and their journey getting into aviation during during segregation Um, and I want to say that black history should be learned and celebrated every day and not just in 28 days so that's why I made this podcast so even if you're familiar with some of these stories might find some new things that you didn't know you didn't know and people who are all familiar with some of these these stories in black history will learn something new so thank you for listening I'm your host Yusuf Hersey and stay educated peace Thank you.